Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to a new episode of Field Days, an award-winning podcast about news and hot topics related to the Michigan Department of Corrections. Here are your almost witty hosts, Chris Gouts and Greg Straub. Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Field Days podcast. I'm Greg Straub, joined as always by the department spokesperson, Chris Gouts. Chris, you know, we were on hiatus for, I don't know, a good two, two and a half years. And, you know, we haven't had, we haven't been able to share a lot um, about what's going on in the department because there there are quite a few things that are very, very positive. And one of those things is the wellness unit. The director established a wellness unit. And I think the unit has done some amazing things over the years and, and they're growing so much with, you know, the activities and the things that they're doing. So um, I'm excited to have some staff from the wellness unit uh, back on because it's been a little while, right, Chris? Yeah, that, that's right. Uh, it has been a, a little bit. And so that's why we wanted to have uh, Lynn Gorski and her team on to talk to us uh, about the wellness unit. And, uh, and Greg, as you know, just uh, a few days ago, we had a meeting with the director, uh, her staff, and we had a national expert in corrections and uh, justice form issues. And he talked about the fact, mentioned our wellness unit and how we are really far above most, if not many, almost all states, when it comes to wellness uh, and it's really noticed nationwide how much uh, Michigan does for uh, the wellness of, uh, of its staff. So that was really great to see. So uh, one, I wanted to uh, welcome uh, Lynn here and your folks for, for joining us today. Hey, well, thank you for having us, Chris, Greg. It's, it's such a pleasure to be here and, and such a pleasure to, to be here with, uh, with part of my team too. Yes. Yeah, so uh, like Greg said, it's it's been a couple of years since we've had you guys on the podcast. And so I know that you uh, have, have been far busier than, than Greg and I have, have been. Certainly, certainly, Greg, I've been pretty busy during the pandemic. But so what can you go over uh, a little bit of what uh, all the wellness unit has been doing uh, since we've last uh, spoken? Absolutely. I tell you what, what a, a, an incredible incredible time of growth for the wellness unit for the wellness program uh, as as everyone knows the last two and a half years has has, has been so challenging in so many ways uh, but for our, our wellness unit it's it's about being able to uh, we're, we're so just so glad to be a, a part of the department and and have a wellness unit a wellness program through this time and during this time we've been able to 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 grow in ways that uh, We've we've had to we've had to change our our, our way of work in some ways, um, but now getting back on track to those important initiatives that that were established by the 2018 Epic uh, Committee. One of those, of course, is our peer support program. I can't tell you uh, enough good about our peer support program, and I know Lenny's going to be talking a little bit more about that. Uh, but we have got 71. Uh, peer support volunteers currently trained already in the field, and we will be adding on to our program as well. Uh, in addition, uh, we've added on to our staff. Hey, we've got uh, Sherry Trago is, uh, I'll say, our newest clinician. She's been with us over a year. She's a UPER up in the UP and uh, is our wellness coordinator up in the in the UP. Uh, in addition, uh, Lloyd is Lloyd Share, Chaplain Lloyd Share is going to be talking a little bit about our employee chaplain program. And I can't tell you, we've we've really excited about being able to offer this resource, to have this resource in our department and for our employees, for their families, and for our retirees. 
Uh, boy, even as uh, more initiatives that are rolling out, like our, our MDOC wellness app, for those of you who have not already, I tell you, this, this wellness app is specifically for MDOC employees and the community, offers a variety of wellness resources that are specific to working in this field for our staff, for employees. Uh, it's a great resource to have. Uh, it's free. We love that word free, and it can be downloaded on personal devices and utilized in, in, in your own time. So we're real glad to have that. Boy, I could go on and on, Greg and Chris, but one of the one of our uh, our uh, other larger initiatives is our wellness advisory board. Uh, and our wellness advisory board has been a great resource this last year, working together uh, to look at wellness in our department from different perspectives and being able to come together and to uh, continue to grow our wellness program. Well, that that's great. There's obviously a lot to uh, to delve into there. One of the things I was wondering about, you know, just to give our listeners some context, can you talk, I'm, I'm sure you guys probably have some, some data or some statistics that might show how much work uh, you know you guys have been doing over the last uh, couple of years. Well, thanks for asking about that, Chris. I tell you, it's such a, a joy to be able to be available for our department. And uh, uh, because of the nature of our work, the confidentiality of our work, uh, many people don't do not realize how uh, how the the wellness unit is, how often the wellness unit is is utilized in services. Um, even in 2021, our individual contacts were over 5,000 people. So that's 5,000 contacts that we've had that just are within our wellness unit uh, working with people individually. But in addition, we also do those, those uh, trainings and presentations uh, and work out on site with staff and provide those different opportunities. And uh, just in that year, 2021, over 13,000 contacts. Uh, so you know, it's it's to to, to say uh, to say that that uh, the, the wellness unit is is being utilized and and the services are are being requested. It's, that's uh, we're just we're just so happy to 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 have the opportunity and so glad that uh, that uh, the wellness unit and the wellness program, the peer support program, is is being utilized by the department and uh, is uh, that staff are working to grow that uh, to grow the program even more. Absolutely. I mean, that that's really clear that, that there's really buy-in with the department uh, when you see those kind of numbers. And that's really great to see. Uh, and clearly, uh, based on those numbers, the wellness unit has been very busy. Uh, but going back to some of the initiatives that you, you talked about earlier, one of the things, uh, the advisory board, can you uh, go into that a little bit more? Like who, who's on that and, and what does this board do? You bet. You bet. That. So the advisory board is uh, was a was an initiative that uh, was uh, first thought uh, back in 2018, and basically the, a, a, this board is represents different various voices in our MDOC community. Uh, that it is comprised of, uh, of course, MDOC staff members from different areas, including HR and our DEI uh, office, Elizabeth Collins, but also even uh, much as important is that uh, the advisory board is made up of representatives from the uh, our bargaining unit uh, partners. Uh, so for MCO, for CIU, MAGE, we've got Al Quantra and Carrie 
Johnson, uh, Kevin Karpensky, Maya Williamson, who sits on the board representing from our bargaining units. We know from having the, the representation, different perspectives, experiences, wisdom from from their areas were able to come together and to look at uh, the wellness initiatives uh, and the direction of our wellness program. Um, we've, we're definitely, uh, as a wellness unit, we we know that we don't work in a silo. We don't want to work in a silo. We want to be able to be representative uh, for the MDOC community. And the board uh, is a, has been such an integral part of that this past year. You know, some of the topics that we work on are, are policies and procedures, appreciation and morale, um, looking at the, those wellness opportunities at work sites. Uh, and we're starting to see more and more of that with our work site wellness initiative, uh, wellness funds that are, are specifically dedicated uh, to the improvement enhancement of working environments at the facilities and uh, out in the field. Um, and we also look at ways uh, to strategies uh, and um, recommendations of how to promote wellness in general in the department. Um, but this this special group of people, I can't say good enough about this, uh, this board. Um, they're dedicated, they're passionate um, and respectful and coming together and, and looking at ways to uh, to continue to improve the health and well-being of all of our uh, MDOC staff and family members and retirees. Well, thank you for that. that that's certainly a great addition. Um, one of the other things you mentioned was the, uh, which was one of the, you know, the first major initiative of the wellness unit was the, the peer support program. Uh, How has that been going and, and what benefits uh, have our employees been seeing because of that? Uh, yes, and you know, I tell you what, the peer support program, uh, we we knew coming into our with our wellness program that uh, we we knew we could not do this alone. We're we're yeah, we're a, we're a dedicated unit, dedicated group of people, but this is a a, a large department. So having uh, peer support volunteers that are there are also part of uh, the wellness program was absolutely necessary. Um, so last year, we were able to host our first training for volunteers that uh, dedicate their time. Uh, they are trained in the skills of peer support, uh, and they are employees, but uh, in their peer support capacity, they are volunteers, so very giving of their time. They're, they're able to be our what we call our boots on the ground uh, that are out in the field and available as a network. Uh, for staff members to to also connect with or, or for peer support to connect with them. Uh, and uh, I, I can't I just can't say enough good about about our peer support volunteers and having them out in the field. Uh, and looking ahead, we're going to continue to to grow that program even more uh, and also to continue to grow um, uh, our our chaplains program which I, I'm, I'm sure Lloyd is going to be talking about as well. Uh, but having those uh, the boots on the ground and dedicated volunteers, just a big shout out to them. If you know a peer support or you'd like to know uh, who, who are the peer support in your area, facility, worksite, uh, we'd be happy to get you that information. It is on the wellness app, available on the wellness app uh, with all their names. But I'm, I, I tell you, there's uh, 
the peer support. Big shout out to them and uh, for their continued uh, their continued efforts and time, uh, and to be they also be there as resources uh, for uh, for the MDOC community. That that's great, and I, I'll let Greg jump in here too. Uh, I don't want to take up all all the time, but I, I just wanted to say that you know when my staff and I were out a few weeks ago uh, touring uh, facilities, especially out up in the UP. The wardens made particular mention to point out uh, some of the, the staff who were peer support uh, members, and sometimes uh, the staff themselves would, would come up and, and tell us that they were uh, part of the peer support team. Uh, so it's it's clearly something that staff are really uh, excited about and, and are really proud of uh, to be part of. So it was just really great to see how much people are really into that and, and, and how, how beneficial that's going to be going forward. You bet. It's, it's, it's in the program itself has exceeded our expectations. And and again, if you if you know your peer support, uh, please thank them for for their service. They're doing this specialized service uh, for people who serve. And uh, just glad to have them a part of the the MBOC Wellness Program. Yeah, no, I think you're you're right, Lynn. And I you know I don't know if everybody even knows that there are peer supports out there. I mean, obviously you you guys can't be everywhere <laughs> at all times. It's a very large uh, geographical state with uh, thousands and thousands of staff. And thank you, Chris, for letting me jump in. I appreciate you giving your uh, precious time to, to me to, to to jump in here. I do appreciate it. Anytime, Greg, just for you. Yeah, th thanks, Chris. Um, but I do want to talk about the peer support a little more, just real quick, you know, because I hope everybody is aware that there are support individuals across the state who can, you know, who can help if, if people are having, uh, you know, a rough day or they need to talk. And Lynn, I guess, if people are interested in hearing this and they say, I would, I, you know, I'm kind of interested in being a peer support. How do I, how do I get signed up in this? How, how would they do that? Absolutely. That's a good question. So with our, with our peer support, if they are, they are interested in, in, in that role and what that is, I would invite them to contact our unit, uh, the MDOC wellness unit through our email or contact number. And one of the clinicians or myself would gladly talk to them about the role uh, because it is a commitment. And then we would also ask that they are referred by, um, by their coworkers. Our peer support are already go-to people. You know, Chris and, and Greg, there are people in this, there are so many, so many good people in this department and there are those go-to people. And uh, our peer support are those go-to people that are respected, trusted already uh, in their in their at their work sites or out in the field. Uh, and we were just uh, proud to be able to give them the opportunity to formally serve as a peer support a volunteer and to to provide provide them with the, the skills, the training, the consultation. Uh, ongoing and and to help them to be even more of a go-to person in a formalized role. So if someone's in interested in, in being a peer support, uh, they can reach out to our MDSC wellness unit and talk with one of us initially and, and find out a little bit more about what that role is. Uh, and, and and we would help them with, the, with those next steps. Perfect. Uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for that. And I know you have, you know, Lionel Lloyd's on the on the on the podcast too, and I and I, and I kind of want to reach out to him and 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 see. Let's talk about the chaplain program because I know this is it's not it's not new anymore. But I think the last time you were around, we this was a new initiative when you were starting, and you know Lloyd was just brought on. So I kind of want to see how this is going because this was another major initiative that you guys are doing in addition to you know peer supports and everything else, the app. So I guess Lloyd, this is for you. Can you give us a general overview or got maybe an update of how it's going and what the program is again? Absolutely, and uh, thank you for having me. Um, 
the you know while while chaplain programs uh, are are the chaplain program is new to the MDOC chaplain programs have been around in law enforcement and the first responder community for for many many years and uh, in development of the program we use many of the best practices and of local state and even federal agencies in developing the program so chaplains serve our employees to provide emotional and spiritual support when requested so the chaplaincy at its very core is is really a ministry of presence and that's where we ask volunteer clergy and religious leaders from the community to to volunteer their time and come into facilities and field offices simply to become known and over time to become a trusted resource and so we're really excited about it we believe that uh, uh, this too in addition to psp will make a uh, the peer support program uh, will make a a a big impact um, in in our community so currently uh, the program was rolled out in march uh, final approvals and we rolled it out to the field in march and uh, we are now in process of really uh, introducing the program not only to the employees and, and what to look for, but also to the various uh, religious and faith communities and just presenting the need within the Department of Corrections and what that service would look like. And so we're real excited. We've made some really good inroads in the various faith communities, sending out my first application today to uh, clergy over in the Genesee area. And so we're we're real excited to have several other meetings uh, lined up uh, just to introduce the program again and just introduce it and see if uh, those would be willing to uh, to serve in this capacity. Yeah, thanks for that. I, it, it, you know, the, the stuff that you guys are doing is, you know, I don't think there's a lot of Department of Corrections across the state that are doing this stuff. And I think you guys are groundbreaking, you know, just leading edge stuff across the country with this. I mean, this is just to hear about it again after, you know, um, a couple of years of not talking with you guys. Obviously, I've talked with you offline, but, um, you know, th there's a lot going on and it's it's cool to talk about. And one of the, I guess, one of my favorite things that I, I'm looking forward to talking with you about is something that's near and dear to my heart is, is I love animals and I know you guys have uh, a special helper and I you know I, I've seen handle at uh, well actually at the pro board <laughs> I've seen handle at the employee appreciation banquet um, I know handle's been all around the state of Michigan um, can you guys talk about who handle is and why handle is important <laughs> I think Handel is is the most recognized uh, member of our wellness unit team. I, uh, Handel is is our wellness uh, response dog. Uh, we we have been so so privileged, honored uh, to to have had him with the unit for about six months now. Um, Handel is, uh, is 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 actually a service dog, uh, and he uh, was gifted to the, the wellness unit from um, from uh, Jody Coates, who is also a peer support uh, at at ARF. I think it's kind of funny. That's kind of at ARF and the, the dog, and, <laughs> and he was trained at ARF when uh, COVID happened. Uh, of course, the program many programs are placed on hold. And Handel was, uh, uh, Jody was kind enough to take in Handel and take care of him for a few years. Uh, and we had talked about uh, the, the possibility of having a, a, a dog program or what it could look like in our department to have a wellness response dog, a facility dog, or a therapy dog. Uh, with Handel uh, being uh, our newest member with the, with the wellness unit, it's given us the opportunity uh, to, to take a look at, at 
of what it could look like uh, to have a dog program as part of the M uh, as part of the MDOC. Uh, uh, Sandy Powell, that uh, one of our coordinators, is uh, the handler for Handle, uh, and Sandy kindly. Uh, has taken handle to to that, that that next level, I should say, with with, with training, and, and they work as a team. Um, once wherever Sandy goes, uh, handle goes as well. Uh, we've been able to to look at the, the possibilities of of having a wellness response dog uh, to gain feedback from departmental members, and basically using this time as as a pilot project. Uh, with, with handle uh, to serve as uh, as an extension to our wellness unit. Um, as you know, not for everyone, but for many people, uh, animals, dogs have a can can bring to us a a quality, a sense that uh, as as humans uh, we we cannot they, they they we connect with them in different ways, and we found that Handle is is uh, one of those special dogs that for many people just having his presence, whether it's after a critical incident or or just seeing him walk through a building or a facility and having a a chance to interact uh, it has been one of those uh, one of those areas where we're, we're saying, okay, this is this th th there could be more here. There's there's possibilities here, um, so we're looking to expand that that pilot project uh, I, at the end of. Uh, at, looking at the end of, of when the pilot project ends in September uh, to what it could look like uh, for the, this next coming year uh, for a, a dog program with MDOC. Uh, but Handle is, is, is definitely well known and is uh, one, one of our, our, our valued members with our wellness unit. I could not agree more. I, I'm one of those persons you speak of where, um, you know, I, I love it. Animals, especially dogs, you know, it's very comforting and it, what a great addition, you know, to me, and you guys are all awesome, Handle's a star, right? <laughs> Handle is a star. So uh, I, I'm looking forward to talking with you about Handle because it is a great addition to the wellness team. And um, if anybody hasn't uh, had the chance to to meet him, um, I hope I hope they do because uh, he's such a sweet, sweet, loving dog. So I'll stop talking about handle now. Sorry, sorry, Lynn. I'll I'll stop. But uh, <laughs> look, you know, I do want to I do want to kind of backtrack to what you were talking about earlier about the app, right? So you mentioned that the MDOC has a wellness app and is specific exclusively to MDOC staff. I mean, I know there's lots of wellness apps out there, and they do you know a lot of different things, and they're really they're, I think they're they're great for staff you know to check in and see how people are doing. But can you speak to this app and first how how do we download it, and then two, what are some of the features of it? Thank you for bringing the app back up. Well, the wellness app is, is was was developed specifically for Michigan Department of Corrections, and it is a it's when I say corrections specific app, uh, isn't just a wellness app. Uh, with generalized information, it it does take into account for um, our corrections community and for their families. What would what is most valuable as a as as a wellness app for the MDOC community? Uh, it it has a a therapist finder. If uh, if you were looking to to find a peer support or one of the wellness coordinators or clinicians, uh, being able to download the app, uh, you'll be able to to uh, gather. That gather that contact information, uh, locate regionally on a on a map of uh, of where our our peer support 
are located and our clinicians, um, as well as contact information. Uh, it, it, the app includes a, a toolkit. It addresses over 60 different behavioral health topics, such as fatigue, alcohol abuse, mental health assessments. It has yoga, mind, mindfulness, and in addition has information for family members as well. Uh, so as an all-encompassing wellness app for, for the corrections community, our corrections community, um, we, we, uh, we, uh, we work with Cortigo, uh, the, the parent company of the app, to continuously update uh, the app with new material, uh, with new resources, uh, and it is, again, a free resource for all of our staff, family members, and and retirees as well. To download the app, uh, the, the information is available, has been available through our PIO updates. There's a QR code which can be uh, accessed and a username and a password. Uh, and the username MDOC password is wellness. Uh, and I'll be happy to, to, to make that uh, information more available as well. The information should be available at all work sites, uh, but if you're having some difficulty in finding that information, you always reach out to the wellness unit and we'll be happy to provide that information uh, for you. And again, this isn't just for staff members, for, uh, for your family members and retirees as well. Well, that's very helpful. And, um, you know, I, I do hope that you know, if, if people are just learning about this stuff, right? Again, you know, there's, there's, you guys are doing so much, and there's so much information to share. And I hope if you're just learning about the app, that you, you know, just go on the App Store and you can. I just, I just typed in MDOC Wellness and it pops right up. It's very simple to download the app. So let's talk about your guys's Wellness Coin, right? So I know you guys have been de developing this, this Wellness Coin, and there's been a lot of, you know, a lot of care and thought behind this. And I know it's going to roll out soon. Can you talk about the Wellness Coin? Yes, so our wellness coin it ha actually has been out for several months now. Uh, the design was created um, by one of our staff members, and uh, it, it is a representation of MDOC wellness. Let me just say something about this coin. This wellness coin is uh, is to represent the and and, and respectful of uh, people who who take care of their own wellness, but also um, are are those those special people that uh, have taken care of others and initiated wellness in in their work site uh, with their coworkers. Um, so it is truly representative of of MDOC wellness comprehensively. Uh, we know you know coins coins are great to collect. This is one of those coins where we we've really taken some special care in saying we want to to honor and show appreciation and recognition for for people who who truly stand out to uh, in the in the MDOC community as serving those who who serve and um, were helping the wellness of of others um, and uh, and those that, that are in this in this wonderful community. Um, so we're we're real happy to actually have that coin. And if you know someone who has contributed to uh, even more so above and beyond uh, for the employee wellness, um, we invite you to to reach out to us. Tell us a little bit about that. Tell us how you know uh, how they they made a difference. Um, and we'd like to be able to uh, to uh, to show that recognition uh, with uh, the MDOC wellness coin. 
and showed that appreciation recognition for their part in employee wellness within our community. Yeah, um, you know, that's an, another example of, um, you know, just taking human beings and their care um, into consideration. And I think that's that's a, a that's wonderful. And I know you talked about some of the funds that wellness has. Um, I don't know if you wanted to add anything more to that, because I, I did hear you touch on that for a second. Yes, so I uh, so part of uh, part of the, uh, the the initiative for this year is uh, again to to there's a dedicated funding for employee wellness for uh, the, the employee wellness uh, for for this initiative we're looking at making those enhancements improvements at the work sites uh, so at the facilities or offices uh, where employees uh, spend a lot of their time uh, the 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 funding is set up uh, to for requests to uh, make improvements uh, on current areas such as break rooms or exercise areas, cre um, creating a, a decompression rooms and facilities or wellness rooms uh, to, to have those dedicated spaces for staff to go and decompress uh, or take the breaks. Um, also in improving the, the overall wellness at, at a work site. Um, and so the wellness unit, the advisory board, takes a look at, at the request from a work site, from a facility, and to see if we how we can help them with their initiative or how the funding can help them with their initiative. It works conjointly with with other with other funding sources. Sometimes we're we're doing some cost share, some really cool cost sharing uh, projects with. Uh, with um, some facilities, and uh, we continue. We're we're going to continue to 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 grow this initiative, uh, and to to uh, be able to to look at how we can how work sites can take a look at creating more dedicated space for their employees, enhance uh, working uh, the work environment for staff. Uh, in general. Uh, it's a new initiative. Uh, we're excited to, to see it grow. We're excited to to be able to uh, encourage uh, that these improvements, these enhancements. It is something new for the department. Uh, so we're working out the kinks along the way, but I tell you, I've seen such overwhelming support across the board and in the uh, MDOC department uh, to continue to find ways to, to better the, the work environment, the health and well-being of, of all our dedicated staff. Yeah, I know it, it, it is new, but it is unique and it is. Um, and I know FOA has taken advantage of it. I know they've put in for some of the funding to, you know, upgrade and enhance some of the stuff that they have going on in their offices. So, yeah, very unique, very cool, th new things going on with wellness in the MDOC. And, you know, I know you guys have shared a ton of information today. Is there anything else that that we missed or that you guys wanted to touch on maybe something that uh what, what's coming what's coming ahead for the wellness unit well thanks for asking greg again what's coming ahead for the wellness unit and the wellness program um as i said we're, we're going to continue to to add on to our our wellness volunteers with with employee chaplains continue to grow that that peer support uh that peer support program uh, continue to 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 look at ways uh, with our advisory board to look at ways to continue to improve our the, the employee wellness you know for years to come. I, I'm you know, looking at, at three years ago, Greg, when, when this, this program was first brought into the MDOC and where we are right now. We couldn't do it without the the support, the encouragement um, of the community. 
Um, it's not just our, our wellness unit or the peer support program. It is truly um, thank, thankful to the, the community as a whole and embracing employee wellness and doing their part. Um, everyone doing a part uh, in this in this uh, initiative to truly take take care of uh, ourselves, take care of our coworkers, our families, and make this part of our culture. Uh, so we're excited for the for the next year. We're excited for the next ten years and for it to come. Yeah, just I would just add to that. It's it's interesting. Perhaps the director said it well she, that we're now offering a smorgasbord of services uh, related to wellness. And so you know, it's not a one size fits all. You know, the any particular program might not be for for everybody. But we're trying to develop uh, just a lot of different. Uh, touch points and areas where employees can uh, reach out and and touch base programs that that meet uh, individual needs, and so it is exciting to see all the different programs um, that are that are now being offered and and further developed. So, no, you're absolutely correct. Um, it, it, it is. I mean, there's there's just tons and tons and tons of opportunities for people who, you know, were previously may have needed support or needed resources or needed help and it just wasn't there right and you know this is a profession where support and just a listening ear sometimes can go a long ways and what you guys are offering to all of the staff that work in this department is phenomenal it is absolutely phenomenal and you know you talk about critical incidents and you guys you know you step in during some critical incidents and it's tough right and and, and you guys are there for people to help them through those moments. And I know in FOA specifically, um, you've been there in a couple of really, really big <laughs> incidents where um, staff needed someone and you have always been there and um, stepped in. And to have that resource available to us now is, I, I mean, I can't even explain the benefits that you may, not, you may not see now, but you may see 10 years, 12 years, 20 years on the road where you impacted somebody and, you know, and it's still lasting with them. So. I can't thank all of you enough, um, and I know you know Lenny's a big part of the team and wasn't able to join today. But th the work that you all are doing is um, is exceptional, and you know it's I, I I can't thank you enough on behalf of you know the the department for the work that you do because um, th this is unique. No, not a lot of corrections agencies has a wellness unit like this, and you guys are phenomenal. So thank you for sharing what's going on and uh, taking time to talk to people on on Field Days podcast. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much, Thank Greg. You. And and I just wanted to to our contact information for those anyone that that would like to reach out. We do have a helpline. It's not a, it's not a hotline. It's a helpline. It is available twenty four seven, and that number is one eight three three DCB Well. That's one eight three three DCB Well. Uh, and we also have our email, which is mdoc wellness at michigan.gov. Uh, so please feel free to, to to contact us at any time, and we'd be glad to help. You all are awesome, and thanks so much for coming out. We appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you. Well, Chris, you know, I, I think it's always fun to talk to the wellness unit. It, they, they've been around now for, um, you know, quite a few years, but this, this is still a unique program, um, you know, that, that honestly most corrections agencies across the, the nation do not have. And I think it offers our staff a unique opportunity to take advantage um, you know, uh, of of their own mental health and to be on top of their own mental health because this is a very stressful job and it's always nice to have the wellness unit 
come on and talk about what they do, um, you know, the new programs that are coming out uh, within their unit. And, you know, just just to talk to Lynn and her staff, I think is always just a, a very calming experience. What do, you, what do you think, Chris? No, I absolutely agree. And you're right. Most states don't have something like this. And actually, a number of states since we implemented this have come to us and asked about it and so that they can do something similar in their state. So, again, it's another example of, you know, Michigan really leading the way and uh, while at the same time providing, you know, needed services and support to our staff. You know, we've had a number of, you know, serious incidents over the last few years. And there's been many times after those events occurred and we've reached out to wellness to make sure that they're there at a facility or at an office. And we, somebody always says in, in those meetings, what did we do before the wellness unit? I can't believe we, we didn't have the wellness unit before. You know, it, it just seems like such an ingrained part of what we do now. And so it, it's really it's really important for them to be there. And I really hope that people uh, utilize them and, and see them as a, as a true uh, part of this department. No, you're right. And I've, I've, I've had the same experience with um, in, in FOA, obviously. But, uh, you know, every time the wellness unit is involved with an office, with the staff person, I can't tell you how many emails I've got from an office or, or uh, an individual saying what a great resource they are and how much they helped, um, you know, just staff get through some very difficult times that that happened in the in the in this in this uh, in this business. So um, I'll agree. And I know there's some other big news last week, uh, Chris, with some consolidations. What, can you talk about that? Sure. So as everybody, I would assume, knows by now, you know, last week uh, we announced that because of the declining prisoner population and, and a number of other factors, we announced that we were consolidating the south side of the Gus Harrison Correctional Facility in Adrian, and then also that Michigan Reformatory uh, and Ionia will cease operations. Uh, those will both occur, uh, they'll both be completely done uh, as of November 12th, and all of the all the prisoner moves and staff moves and everything like that will be occurring uh, by, by that point. Um, and the, the really what makes this uh, announcement so unique compared to um, some of the others that we've made over the past few years is that this is something that a lot of people were asking about that were, uh, you know, looking forward to. And it also because it's uh, this isn't one of those situations where people are going to have to, you know, pick up and move or drive hours away or, you know, people, you know, where there was, you know, worries about large numbers of layoffs and, and because of the uh, staffing issues that we've had uh, both in Ionia and in Adrian. There's going to be uh, job opportunities for everyone to stay, you know, working within the department uh, and stay very, very close to where they are now. And so this was, and that's what it's also going to do is allow uh, the number of mandated overtime uh, spots to go, you know, down uh, an, an immense amount. You know, the the, the staffing uh, vacancies for officers in Ionia was about 25% at all of the Ionia facilities, and Adrian it was about 21%. So now in Ionia, that's going to go down to probably less than 5% for the remaining three facilities. And in Adrian, it's going to go down to almost zero. So uh, the amount of uh, mandated overtime that, that our staff have been faced with for, for so long, especially during the pandemic, uh, is going to be almost eliminated uh, for those four now remaining facilities once this is all completely done. So it's going to be a huge relief uh, to, to those employees, their families, uh, and, and restoring some of that work-life balance that we always talk about that is so important. Um, and then in the meantime, making sure that we're continuing to do everything we can to hire and recruit staff at the other facilities, as well as at these facilities. We're, we're not stopping, you know, hiring uh, there either because, you know, we, we know that we still have retirements. We, we're going to have, you know, promotional opportunities for uh, those staff to move up and up. And so we're always going to be in a need to, to hire more. And so we're going to keep our foot on the gas in, in that respect and do everything we can to uh, retain those that we have. And we're also going to be having a graduation uh, this Friday. So we're going to have, you know, 
an, a large number of staff, you know, also coming to the officer ranks uh, starting uh, uh, next Monday when, when they started their facilities. So, you know, big news. Um, we think it's going to be a really welcome site to, to everyone in those two communities. Uh, and then on Friday, we'll see a whole bunch more graduate. And then on Monday, uh, those facilities, we'll see a whole bunch more officers coming in. So going to be really a, a great site for, for a lot of facilities and a really welcome site for, for a whole lot of people uh, in the next few weeks here. Yeah, you know, it sounds like, you know, these, you know, I'm, I'm coming from a different perspective, but, you know, when, when you see these, I'm sure it causes anxiety. I'm sure it causes stress. I'm sure it causes a lot of feelings and a lot of people, you know, but this, but this consolidation, you know, it, it's not going to uh, move people around miles and miles and miles. And it sounds like, you know, we'll help with some of the with some of the vacancies in the overtime, so you know people can get back to um, that balance of of work and um, life. So, yeah, you know, from my perspective, it does it does seem to to have some benefits here in this. And uh, it sounds like, you know, with, with some of the vacancies and the, the new graduation and you know these consolidations, I, it sounds like, you know, hopefully staff can see some relief and and, and feel that pressure uh, somewhat be reduced. So. Yeah, um, and so yeah. I, I would, I'll just jump in real quick. Sorry. Um, well, hey, but I apologize to you. Um, but I will just, I just wanted to say before we, before we close that, you know, while there, there's a lot of uh, positivity around this compared to some of the others that, that have occurred in the past, uh, we know there are a lot of questions that people still have. And so we would encourage you, if you have those questions, certainly work them up through your chain of command, but you can also send them to the Ask MDOC uh, email box. So you can send those to askmdoc at michigan.gov. And then also uh, later this week on Friday, we're going to have uh, our deputy director and some other uh, folks from HR that are going to be uh, in Ionia to talk to staff as well. Uh, and then there are going to be other subsequent opportunities for staff to, you know, go and see the other facilities in Ionia if they haven't, you know, been there before or worked there. There's going to be some opportunities like that, as well as some information about those other three facilities and how they, you know, best are going to fit in. And then we'll have. Uh, obviously, again, like our, our our staff, the deputy director and and HR representatives, to ask some of those individual questions because there are going to be some questions about bumping and transfers and shifts and all those kind of things that come with uh, big big changes like this. And so uh, we have folks on the ground answering those questions. We have uh, information that they're going to be able to receive, and then also in a continued way for them to uh, ask those questions to that uh, email box. And then uh, we're thinking probably in the next couple of weeks we'll probably do a podcast uh, about this issue where we can answer more of those questions. We've been getting a lot of questions in and we've been uh, putting those answers to, uh, together. And so as we see some common themes and we see some questions that people continue to have, uh, not only for those involved, but also just in, in general for the rest of the employees in the state who are wondering how this is going to work and, and what this means potentially for them. Uh, we want to put something together. Uh, so we'll have a, hopefully an episode in the, in the near future where we can ask some of those questions and have uh, some smart people answer them for us. So you're not going to answer them for everybody? Is that what you're saying? I said smart people, so people that are you know above so, so us. You're not, so. so you're not going to answer them, yeah. So uh, no, I think that's a great idea. You know, because I'm sure there's lots of um, questions related to this. And uh, listen, if, if you're going to, you can cut me off anytime if it involves sharing things with staff so that they are informed, they know what's going on. Um, but that's the only time, Chris, you can cut me off. So it's uh, I'll allow it. It's okay. Um, but that's good. That's good information to share. I think it's important for everybody to hear that. And I think it's a great idea to, um, you know, gather some of those questions and throw them out here on the podcast and answer them, you know, so staff uh, feel heard and, and get their answers uh, answered or the questions answered. So um, I think that's good. So I, ho I hope everybody enjoyed the wellness podcast and uh, hopefully you stay tuned next week to a new episode of Field Days podcast. All right. As always, thank you for listening. We'd love it if you would help us spread the word about the podcast. You can do that by subscribing to the show on iTunes and leave us a review. You can always follow the department on Facebook at 
MI Corrections, and on Twitter, at MichiganDOC, as well as the FOA account, at MDOCFOA, and the CFA account, at MDOCCFA. And you can send any questions you have to the show using the hashtag AskFieldDays. 